Foxy. Yo. <laughs> Got to guess who for you. Did that sound overly planned? Natural as anything. <laughs> I have, though. You're going to be impressed with this. Is it better than the time... Because on our radio show, we often played Guess Who when we'd seen someone famous, and you were deeply disappointed when I'd spotted someone dressed as a gro- the, the jolly is, green giant. <laughs> yeah. This is good... And I've personalised it to you. Okay. Okay. Are you going to guess? Or are you going to check your phone, which just pinged in the background? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. This is not professional. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Hang on. So let me just get this right. So I I, I spoke to this person. Yeah. And I got them to record you a message. Oh. Okay. Can I? Can I? Let's have a little guessing game then. Male. Yes. Sport. Are you thinking like professional sports? Professional sports. No. TV sport. No. So not professional sports. Not sports. No. Not sports. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, if it's not sports, it's not sports. It's not it? sports. It's got nothing to do with sport. Well, th- they are active. Um, fitness. Yes. On TV. Yes. Oh boy. Big. As in big on TV. Not, not, not very successful at fitness. No, no yeah, successful. You're going to be impressed when you hear the message. Is what I'm saying. So, did they? They were on TV. Yeah, nothing to do with sport. Nothing to do with sport, but they're very fit. Yeah. And did this person do a segment on national television where it was active? Are you thinking this person used to wear a lot of lycra as well? Please tell me. Turn that music off. Please tell me it's Mr. Motivator. Okay, so in true Foxy and Giuliano style, I couldn't be bothered to load it onto the computer, so (laughs) I'm going to play it through my phone. Oh my... I'm going to turn turn up the... and put it right next to the... Okay. I was expecting it to be louder than that. (laughs) Hold on. Oh, there we are. I turned up the wrong volume. I mean, I'll be be honest, mate. We're only three in. I thought we'd still be... It's all right. Okay. It's all right. Here we go. Foxy, this is me, the main man, Mr. Motivator. And you know what? I'm having such a good time. I hope you're having a good time and I hope you're going to live forever. Love who you love, look after each other and tell each other every day how important it is to have each other. Say yeah. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it! Actual Mr. Motivator! Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for this because radio wouldn't have them. Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Right, tell me, where was he? Uh, he was at my work. I hope you live forever, he said on there. He's just a really positive guy. Did you script all that, or did he just... Did... No, so he was he was at my work, um, and uh, he'd been, I don't know, em, em, employed for the day to sort of give motivational sp- speeches. Right. And, and he, you know, so I said... I said from a distance. So you went Can over you... and went, hello, is there any chance I was, you could... I was like, my mate Foxy, I said, this is really embarrassing, okay? 
Like, because you can't get a selfie together because of social distancing yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, could you record a message? Yeah. For my mate Foxley. Wow. What's he, what was he wearing? Tell, talk, he, was, me. he was doing the lycra the whole <laughs> thing. He's still doing the lycra. He, he, honestly, um, um, imagine Mr. Motivator from the 90s, okay? He looks the same. I don't know how old he, he is. The only thing, I didn't know this, maybe you already knew this. The only thing, and it sort of burst the bubble a little bit for me, is that I found out his name's Derek. Oh. Which is, I'm sorry, I'm not having a go at Derek's. That's killed it. I'm not having a go at Derek's, but, um, but you know, Mr. Motivator, I was expecting, I don't know, I don't know, something cooler than than Dell. <laughs> okay, we are back. This is Foxy and Juliana here. It is podcast number three. So, a lot of people who have listened to us over a long period of time, the biggest question is, no, you know, is Juliana single? It's not that. It's, it's, it's Foxy, you know, is he, will he do my wedding as a DJ? It's not that. The biggest question always is, will producer Barry ever be on the radio show with you again, or will he ever be on this podcast? And we decided no. <laughs> oh, Barry, no! He's not on! Hello! <laughs> I'm here! How are we? Can I, can I look? Because there'll be, there'll be a few people listening to the podcast who won't know who Barry is, and I think we need to explain. So Barry yeah. was um, one of our producers that we've had in the 15 years of doing radio shows together, Juliana. Yeah. And um, he's up there, in my opinion, in the top three. Yeah. And for, for the... All the other producers who are listening are going, I wonder if I was in the top three. If you're thinking that, you weren't. Because <laughs> I would have told you if you were. Barry was the first one of the dominoes to get knocked off and sacked <laughs> out of our team. I'm, I, I'm, I, I, am, I am surprised I lasted that long, to be fair. So. Can, can I just say, Barry, you, the, the reason you got sacked from the station we worked at in Birmingham was a far better reason than the, the reason you got sacked from the radio station in Scotland. Yes, so for people, yeah. so, so people who um, have never listened to us and are sort of new to this podcast, let Give us your resume. So before you came down um, to Birmingham from Glasgow, yeah. your hometown, okay, you used to work at a, a radio state, a large radio station up there with a, a guy called Robin Galloway, who's very oh, yeah. famous up in, in, in Scotland. Yeah. And you were his producer. And then why did you get fired from there? Well, the, the reason why I got fired from my job in, in Scotland, where uh, clearly I am from, originally, um, was uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to streak in front of Ed Miliband, the, the then leader of the Labour Party. Um, <laughs> I, and I still say that's probably one of the best decisions I ever made. No, but you, you, you've skipped over it. So what? Give, give us a paint us a picture, because any radio station, we, we will, there's staff all around us, there'll be a news team maybe, other mm. presenters, I dare say HR staff somewhere <laughs> in the office, yeah. okay? So, so this was in work. Yes, well, okay, I'll give it from start to finish. So the year was 2009, oh, I That's believe. like Uncle Albert, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, the wall. It, it was during one of the many sunny days in Scotland that we get. Um, and the then Labour leader, uh, Ed Miliband, he'd literally just became leader of the Labour Party. And as you say, um, you know, journalists will be interviewing people or they'll come in for a, for a radio interview. And, and Ed Miliband came in with his team and... Myself and Robin, uh, the guy that I worked with on the show, um, seen this guy come in and we thought, do you know what he would love? He would love if someone streaked in front of him. <laughs> and Robin says, all right, I'll do it. And I went, no, no, I'll do it. And um, he got his camera phone out uh, and then recorded this 
the scene has unfolded. And so, so is Ed Miliband sitting in a studio, okay, and, and, yeah. and there's some glass between you two, or were you in the studio? Did you walk into the studio? No, no. Basically, he was in one of the other recording booths, being interviewed by one of my friends, one of the journalists up there. And um, I, I, I sort of whipped the clothes off, like you do, and um, proceeded to walk towards him. And then one of his, his sort of entourage got in the way and was like, no, mate, that's not a good idea for you to show Ed Miliband, your little Barry. Um, <laughs> and, and I sort of gave Ed a sort of punchy bear wave. <laughs> that's the magic right? shot there. That's yeah, that's it. And, and then walked off and put my clothes back on. And, and I have to confess, thought nothing more of it. <laughs> Right. Because I just thought that's the stuff that we do. And I'll never forget the moment I realised I was in trouble. That there was a, a former footballer in Scotland called Alan Ruff who's famous for conceding five goals against Brazil in the 70s. And Cracking keeper. He, yeah, amazing goalkeeper, <laughs> one of the best. <laughs> he won 50 caps for Scotland after that. I've got no idea how. And and, and Alan Ruff was notorious for his, his legendary stories of just the things that they would get up to back then. And... Robin was showing him the video and Alan Ruff had a look of absolute horror on his face. <laughs> and he was like, Barry, you're fired, mate. You, you're, they're not going to let you get away with this. So I, I thought, OK, maybe I'm in trouble. So literally 10 minutes later, I marched into the office uh, and suspended. And a week later, I'm up in front of the heads of the company. Uh, the HR department and my then boss, a man called Jay Crawford, who, who I love daily and, and uh, you know, I, I still occasionally speak to. And he asked me the best question I have ever been asked in my life where he says, Barry, when did you think it'd be a good idea to take your clothes off in front of the leader of the Labour Party? <laughs> and I remember seeing like the, the boards of, you know, this, this company just trying not to laugh. Um, and I just like, gee, I'm fired, aren't I? And he went, yes, get out. And that was that. I was fired. And uh, and yeah, it was just. But how big did you, this was a big deal in Scotland, oh, wasn't it? It kicked off. Um, so again, I'll, I'll give you the, the full story. So I, I got home, told my mum and my aunt that I'd been fired, and my mum burst out laughing. And my aunt burst into tears. Um, I had texted one of my mates at the time. Uh, who was my, my, my flatmate and, and said, yeah, I've been fired and, and that's that. And uh, went home, so I said, told my mum and that, and then went to my flat where all my mates in Glasgow had congregated. They'd all taken the afternoon off work and thought, Barry, we, meet, we need to get you drunk because clearly this is a bad experience. So they'd all got together, got me a bottle of vodka, proceeded to um, uh, get me drunk. Now, during this, this, this drinking session, a journalist from The Sun phoned me. <laughs> <laughs> who, a guy called Matt Bendoris who ended up writing a story about us doing the naked wedding uh, oh, oh yes yes so, so when we were at BRMB yeah, in yeah. Birmingham we did a naked wedding as you do yes. yeah, that, that was one of the first things that I worked on which apparently made a really really interesting story in Scotland because the guy who got fired for being naked uh, in front of the he's leader now, of the Labour he's Party he's now making people get married naked yeah you know apparently this was my this was my special move um, so so I, I, I spoke to Matt and, and clearly, I have to be honest, can't really remember what I told him. <laughs> but the following day, um, my flatmate phoned me and he went, Barry, have you seen the, have you seen the newspapers? <laughs> and I was like, no, nope. he went, you might want to go down and have a look. So I, I got dressed and I went down to the newsagents and walked in to be met by this sea of front pages <laughs> with titles like Botman and Robin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I actually do have framed and hanging up in one of the rooms of my house now. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that, that was it. So, And I remember 
like buying a copy of each of these papers, taking them up to the counter, and the guy just looked at the paper and he looked at me, looked at the paper, and he went, "So you're the one that's making all the trouble today." <laughs> and can, I, can, I, can I just say, I, I, I really apologise for anyone listening to the podcast. This oh. is really self-indulgent, but it's just lovely to have Barry on because we <laughs> love him so much, and what he did for us was incredible. But there's, this just reminds me of another naked story, and, and something else we did on the show when we had a, um, a lovely girl called Kiara who used to work oh, on God. the team. Right? And we had such a genuinely, we had such an amazing team. Myself, Giuliano, Barry, Chiara. We had Dan, of course, who was reading the news. It was a great team, a brilliant, a brilliant yeah. breakfast show, one that I'm so proud of. But Chiara once admitted on the show that she was good at art. So <laughs> we decided, <laughs> we decided the best thing was, knowing that Barry likes to take his kit off, was to surprise Chiara and say to her, look, this is all on the show. Later on this afternoon, we're going to take you to, what's it called? A li- is it, is it a, li- a life drawing a life, session? Yeah, so yeah. a life drawing. But she didn't know it was going to be Barry with his todger out. right? <laughs> so we take Kiara to some university in Birmingham and she's like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to feel. She opens the door and I, I will never, to the day I die, forget her face when she sees Barry stood there <laughs> with the chaps hanging out. And I was like, this is amazing. So oh. many good stories, Barry. But oh. you just need to keep your clothes on. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have learned from that experience. But I, I'll never forget Kiara. Just, I just stared at her the whole time, and she was trying, <laughs> trying not to make eye contact with me. And I'm like, Kiara, get a good look at it. Get a good look at it, Kiara. <laughs> Can I, Barry, I, I never looked at you naked because I'm not like that. But no, but, of course but not. I, I saw the the drawing that Kiara drew of you. Was it? Did she get the scales right? It was cold, John. It was cold. <laughs> can, I, can I say, well, the, the, the other thing which people always talk to Giuliano and I about, about when it comes to Barry, they always say, will you bring back Barry in a bin? Like, <laughs> that cost of mine, yes. So, so this was an idea. We Someone said to us, oh, we've got tickets for a Bon Jovi gig to give away. How do you want to do it? Yeah. So we came up with an idea that we would put Barry in a wheelie bin. Well, it was it was a theme of things. It was Barry doing something that begins with B. So we yes. did Barry on a bus. So he went on a bus and sang Bon Jovi. Yeah. And then yeah. The, the most successful, and it, there's loads of things like that, but the most successful one was Barry in a bin. Where... Well, so, so Barry had the tickets on him, yeah. and it was it was like a, a treasure hunt, the first person yeah, to find... On air, we gave away clues. Yeah, so we would give away clues as to where... Ba- so Barry had to stay in a bin for about, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Where were yeah. you in Aston, weren't you? Yeah, Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, there was one. We did that a couple of times. I remember there was once in Harborn and there was once in Aston, and I believe it was also Bin Collection Day. <laughs> it was. We didn't look yeah. what Bin Collection Day was. <laughs> we, we, we weren't known for a forward planning in that no. show, were we? we? We just sort of did it. But can I just say about that, Barry and Bin? So, so my my current role, I have a very important role in a charity now. So I I, I was at a dinner one time about a year ago, and. Um, Basically, I'm sitting at this table and I'm surrounded by the great and the good of, of Birmingham. And I get talking to this man who's got this very posh voice. He's like, I know you. I recognise your voice. And I was like, oh, where do you know me from? And eventually it clicked. He went, oh, you worked, so you worked on that radio show. Did you used to broadcast from a bin? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll never get away from the fact that I got naked in Scotland and I used to broadcast in a bin in Birmingham. Those are the two things that are going to be on my tombstone. One, one of the things we want to talk about, and we, uh, yeah. we, we want to talk about what you're doing now, because can I, can, I just, can I just repeat a Barry quote from about 10 years ago? Go on. Is that yeah. all right? <clears throat> I'll do my best Barry impression. I was always good at that on the show. Yeah. I bet you will, yeah. He once said to us, he looked us in the eyes and he went, Gaze, 
I never want to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> the things you say that come back to haunt you. <laughs> and, and, and Barry, what's going to happen? I mean, at the time of recording, what's yeah. going to happen in the next couple of days, Baza? Well, my, my wife is probably currently in labour. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, I, I said a lot of things. I think I said I'd never get married. You did. And I'd, and I'd never have kids. Yeah. And uh, we, have, we have a child coming. Uh, yeah, um, I'd never get rid of my money. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I grew up. And, and that's quite frightening. But did I ever tell you the story of how I ended up getting married? No. I don't know if you're that interested, but I'll no, tell yeah, you. Anyway. Go on, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, got, I basically got married by accident, I think <laughs> would, be the, would be, be the way I would describe it. So um, four years ago now, yeah, I'm walking through Birmingham with my now wife, Kerry, and um, Kerry says to me, what have you always fancied doing uh, for a holiday? And I says, I'm not really that bored. I'm going anywhere with some sunshine. And she says, no, Barry, seriously, what have you always wanted to do? You know, what has been your dream? And I says, all right, one of the dreams I've always had is to drive a 1967 Pacific Blue Ford Mustang from San Francisco to Los, An- Los Angeles, the Big Sur Highway. Is that specific enough for you? <laughs> yeah. She went, all right, well, that sounds quite cool. This is a woman who can't spend 20 minutes in a car without moaning at me. So, I mean, it's a 15-hour it's a non-stop drive, right? It's the Big Sur Highway. We walked into uh, Virgin Holidays in Debenhams in the Bill Ring. We started talking away to the travel agent, and uh, it, it's pretty reasonably priced. And then my wife says to me, my new wife says to me, says, well, we're not that far from Las Vegas. Why don't we go over and get married where we're there? And I went, all right then. And that was it. That was the proposal. Um, so, yeah, we ended up going to, going to America and getting married in Vegas. Uh, we didn't do the Elvis. Marriage, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But there we go. And now here we are, you know, with a, with a child on, on the way, which is terrifying. So, <laughs> so how far away are you from liftoff? When, when, when's, when's the due date? The, the due date, so, is, is the 8th of September. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, watching watching my wife go through this just now is both terrifying and extremely annoying. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, it's it's lovely and it's it's exciting and it's terrifying in all equal measures. But you guys, you've got kids and you've been, I mean, pals for a long time. So I do, I probably will be calling up for some advice at some point because I have no I, idea what I'm doing. I remember when we went in. So I've got six-year-old Poppy and Albie's yes. four. And yeah. we went to the Alexandra Hospital for Poppy. Uh, and the thing I remember and the thing that Jen really resents is that even when she was in labour, uh, when I took her in, it was it was about 11 o'clock at night, took her into the Alexandra, and all everyone wanted to do was talk to me because they were so excited that one half of Foxy and Julia... <laughs> I got us... Because the labour was quite did long. Did you get a free upgrade? Well, 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 I actually did, okay? What? Because you don't usually get a room to have a sleep because Jen was taking a while. So mm. I nipped off for a little bit of a sleep. They found me a room. No one gets that. I got, like, the five-star. Service. Wow! <laughs> Bobby, tell them who you are when you go in, mate. Like, they, li- li- they couldn't care less. I say I broadcast my bin one time. Maybe they'll give me a bin to sit in or something. I don't know. Baz, what's your yeah. biggest? What's your biggest concern, mate? Um, basically everything that happens from now until the day I die. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so if that covers it, I mean, I, do, do you know what my biggest concern is? And I, I am well aware of what I'm about to say here is going to be quite upsetting to a lot of people. The biggest concern for me is the fact that my daughter is going to have an English accent. Oh, yeah. here we go. I went there. I went there. In fact, you know, even worse, she's going to have this weird hybrid between an English and Scottish accent. She's going to have an English accent, but say Scottish terms like sleek it and scunnered. And, you know, 
it's it's just going to be weird hearing this this little creature, you know, just to, grow up with just, that. Just know? to balance things out, Baz, are you going to call her Iron Brew? Of course, yeah. And her, <laughs> her middle name will be Haggis. <laughs> she'll drink whiskey and I don't know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I get it. I'm trying to think of any sort of decent advice. It, 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 yeah. Do you know what? People try and do that. I, I, yeah. I, I, I think I said to you on a text the other day, the days after uh, or the weeks after giving birth, I found were really nice, actually, because mm. you sort of bunkered down all together. You sort of hibernate for a few not, days. Not too dissimilar to lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but and, and then you go out on that first. Do you know what? Um, book yourself in an argument about four or five days afterwards, okay, when you go for that first walk, have yeah. you practised how to put together the pushchair and how to get it into the car and things like that? My, my wife is super efficient. I mean, everything is basically planned and we, we have had training exercises. It's like a, a well-oiled machine. Um, I know, but it thing... all crumbles. It all crumbles oh, course, yeah. under pressure. Yeah. And I think the thing is, we've got to realise that that's all good and well when the baby's not here. Uh, but I tell you what, I spent about an hour and a half trying to figure out how to get the car seat in the car the other day. There you go. That's the, that's that's the one. Switching car seats and things yeah. like that. That is a nightmare. That that will yeah. result in an argument. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think it's just it's just a frightening time, but it's also exciting. We, we were doing one of those online antenatal classes because obviously, you know, since this lockdown things happened, nothing's been done, you know, you know, together. And and we were asked that question, the thing, what are you looking forward to the most? And and the thing, you know, that I'm looking forward to the most is that when she's a wee bit older and I take her on her first bike ride and I absolutely smash her in a race, oh. you know, because, you know... <laughs> Careful, boys, careful. The Lord, you finish that sentence, Baz. I, mean, I realised what I was saying. I thought I better say something else. But, you know, I, I, that's what I am looking forward for is going on a bike ride. And I think that'll be that'll be a lovely moment. I don't know about you, Foxy. I, the, the thing that I remember is that first car journey home from the hospital. Oh, about five miles an hour. And, yeah, but, and how, yeah. Pop, how small Poppy looked in the car seat. That, I think the, yeah. the most frightening thing is when you first get home and you just plonk them in the car seat on your, I don't know, coffee table or dining table. And then you look at each other and go, what do we do now? What, what do you do now? Yeah. Where, where, yeah. where, where, it's just the most nuts thing ever. You do, you do a lot of waiting around and a lot of... It's amazing how your level of worry goes down with the second baby. First, like, if she, if she had a sniffle, it was like, oh, my goodness, do we need to phone the doctor? Second time round, unless Albie's broken his neck, you know, we ain't going to the hospital. <laughs> you know, the, I, you know the, the second one, they just learn to live with bumps and things like that. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I, you're not exactly filling me full of confidence. Can <laughs> <laughs> you spoke to us, Baz? Yeah, well, you've, you've put me in a right good mood here. You know? no, but you're, you're right. I mean, even just now, it's like, you know, like when we're in the car the other day, because we're having to go to, to the hospital to get like uh, growth scans and done, stuff like that done, because when the, the, the trajectory, as it were, when the baby's developing, yeah. it's all very interesting. I know. Um, no, 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 no. Have you got the red book of, and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, we've got that. And and, and it's sort of, basically, it, it looks like the, the growth has, it's declined a little bit or it's eased off and the reason for it is that when my wife went to get um, scanned about a month ago she needed the toilet and she couldn't do the toilet uh, because there was someone in there so she then got measured so she looked bigger than she actually is if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. so then she went for the scan a couple of weeks ago and says oh no there's a problem you're going to have to come back every second day and she went no no it's because I needed the toilet and I couldn't go to the toilet <laughs> so you know but it is it's not like 
every time I'm driving to the hospital or going for appointments, I'm always scared of going over a bump just in case the water's break. <laughs> Obviously, I know that's not how it works, but, you know, there yeah. we go. It makes me... um. Because I don't want to get the car mileage, have, obviously. Have, <laughs> have you started investing in, 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 in any of the ideas about how to move things along yet? Have you thought about that if you start approaching the due date and, and it doesn't, you know, it's not happening? Yeah, we, we have been reading up on this. Uh, some of the, the more interesting ones, like, uh, you know, was it have a curry? Um, well, there's two. There's two, there's two then... things. It's really romantic. Basically, spicy curry followed yeah. by fun time. Apparently, yeah, well... fun time together, <laughs> that's what moves it on quicker. Uh, well, it's, it's, I certainly don't want to try that after curry, mate. You know, so um, it's a bit of a risk. That's a lovely image to, to leave that on. Combine the two, <laughs> Barry. Combine the two. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that brave. Let me use this popper, Dom. <laughs> and I think on that note, Barry, we. <laughs> <laughs> it's good talking to you, boy. It's good talking to you. Do you know what? Do you know what? And and, and we should catch up once. once you know, yeah. once you've had time Bar- to Bar- sort of bed Barry, in. We are, see, I've not physically seen Barry for about twelve years. Cause, it does feel cause, like cause that. We're, yeah. we're both very similar. We just cannot be bothered. I know, and, and it's not because we don't love one no, another dearly. No, You're like a brother to me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't be bothered. Can mate, I? Can I due respect? No, no, I just, I just cannot <laughs> be bothered. Mate. And I, before we say goodbye, Barry, and can yeah. I just say, I, you, you know how much we love you, and, and oh. how thankful we are that you, you you nearly got us killed by organising that doggy wedding. Um, <laughs> no, but for all the, all the amazing things you've done for us, and we, we appreciate it a lot. Just one thing, when you first moved from Glasgow to Birmingham to produce a show, mm. you moved in with me, and yeah. there was no discussion of rent. All you ever used to say to me <laughs> was, I mean, I'll get you a curry, don't you worry. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the curry, Barry. <laughs> well, probably another 12 years before I see you, mate. <laughs> Do you know what? Before you go, Barry, there's, yeah. um, there's, uh, people uh, have asked us questions uh, yeah. on, on the Facebook page. Well, that's Foxy. what this podcast has been about, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. If, if you want to go on the Facebook page, uh, Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast, okay? And uh, Michelle Holmes asked us a question. Okay, and it was like, who's the most famous person you ever interviewed? And we're very lucky. Uh, we got to interview some amazing people. We got to interview a, 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 a sitting prime minister, yeah, uh, David yeah. Cameron, which was which was absolutely incredible. Uh, we interviewed Kylie, Ed Sheeran. Well, we've talked previously about a couple, haven't we? And the Leona Lewis and that side of thing. Well, I was going to say she's not the most famous, but I think because you're here, Barry, because you 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 were there to. Ex- I think you were there. To experience it too. Do you remember what Foxy did for the Leona Lewis interview? God, um, Do you not I, remember this? I don't remember. It shows no. how many things happened at our radio station that you yeah. could forget a story as like as this. I, as soon as I tell you this, shall I share the story now? I yeah. think, uh, yeah, I want you, well, so she's not the most famous, no. but this is the most famous interview that we ever did within our circle. And I, I think we should share it with, with, with you. And so, I'm surprised that you don't remember Barry. So Leona Lewis was coming into the, the radio station for us to interview her to then pre-record it and put it out on the show the following morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was coming in, at, I don't know, it was quarter past 10, for example. I don't know what time it was. So our show would finish at nine o'clock yeah. and then we were pre-recording afterwards Probably. to put it out the next day. So um, we, the three of us, uh, myself, Giuliano and Barry went into the spare studio where Leona Lewis was going to be brought into and then we'd do the interview. And we went in there and she was a little bit late. I said, oh, lads, I need a wee, right? I'm off to the toilet. So I went to the toilet and um, whilst I was in there, I came up with an ingenious idea. Well, the fir- first thing is to say at this point, so she's not in the studio because she's running late. No. And then Barry and I left the studio to go and make a cup of tea or something <laughs> like that. 
I wasn't in the studio when you did it. Oh, did, were you not? No, because what happened is when you did the thing, you came back out, okay? Oh, that was it. And yeah, you're gonna yeah, yeah. and you said to me, You're not gonna yeah. believe what I've just done. So, We've got to interview her after I've just done this. That was it. So so, I, so we've left the studio. Right, I'd forgotten that part. Okay, of the story, and at yeah. some point, okay. Yeah. This, the Leona Lewis has been brought into an empty studio and presumably someone's gone, the boys will be in in a little bit. A couple of minutes. They're, prob- they're probably just getting a cup of tea or, or whatever. Right, yeah, okay? yeah, that's so it. Leona yeah. Lewis is now in a, stu- uh, a studio on her own. Foxy thinks Barry and I are still in the studio. <laughs> I, I thought you were both in there, that was it. But we're not. But you're not, that was it, sorry. So it's, Foxy it's... at this point thinks Barry and Giuliano are and, in the studio, but, but Leona not. Lewis isn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're making this far too complicated. No, no, no. It, 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 honestly, you need to know this, okay? We're not in the studio, but Foxy thinks we are. And Leona Lewis wasn't in the studio when Foxy left, but when he comes back... She is. She is. She is on her own. So that's it. So I'd gone for a week, and I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm going to have a bit of a laugh with the lads here. Because we, we, the three of us, we were pretty poor when it came to blow-offs, right? So I thought, yeah. do you know what? I've we're got, very childish. I've got a cracking idea here. What I'm going to do... Oh, God knows why I did. I thought what I'm going to do is I'm going to swing open the two studio doors. I'm going to reverse myself in and do the loudest <laughs> fart possible. <laughs> so, so I pull open the first door and then I back myself because it's like a double door where you pull and then the, the next one you push. So I pull open the first door and with my backside, I push the next one and fart the loudest blow off oh, you've ever heard in your life. To which I turn round. Juliano and Barry are not there. Juliano's right. Sat there is Leona Lewis, who doesn't say a word. <laughs> so then, uh, so then, Foxy comes out the studio. Again. Like, so I don't know at that point if you apologised or what. I can't or, or, remember, mate. So at some point, he's just I wanted to die. He's just <laughs> left Leona Lewis, who was at the height of her X Factor fame. Okay, yeah. he's just left her in there with a proper coma running with a, a now. Yeah. A now defiled studio, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, they're all soundproof, okay? (laughs) So so nothing gets in, but once it's in there, nothing Nothing gets gets out. out, (laughs) And he comes out, and he's got this shocked look on his face. He's like... You're not going to believe what's just happened. And I, I was, I was like, has he got a phone call? Is there something wrong with the family? He's like, I thought you were in the studio. I've just backed in like a bus and I've done a fart on Joe Leona Lewis. <laughs> oh, I remember that. No, yeah, I seem to remember because I, I remember the person that was with her. I think someone had to apologise to him basically on behalf of you because you'd went in and stank out. She basically went and farted on Leona Lewis. That's what you did. Oh. Oh, that that should do. I mean, you just reminded me. I know I'm going to digress a lot here, but you remember you reminded me of the scissor kick fart that I once demonstrated to you, Giuliano. Yes. Which I mean, I'm now at that age of my life where I will never be able to do that. But that was probably my finest achievement, and I'll probably let people use their imaginations to what the scissor kick fart is. But anyway, <laughs> can I just say this podcast, this this chat with you, Barry, is pretty much yeah. like our shows used to be, where yes, it, it yeah. would start off daft, it'd go a bit serious, and then we're going stupid daft now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but do you know what, Barry? Thank you so much for being on this podcast. We miss you a lot, brother. And yeah. once all this crazy world has gone back to some kind of normality, we'll uh, we'll, we'll take you for a because, of course, you would never pay. Well, but no, of we'll, course not. But, we'll d- but we should definitely catch up with your little girl yeah. once. And... No, definitely. Well, Aye. hopefully she can pay. Because you know, I certainly won't be able to do it. <laughs> bring no, it's little, been wonderful. Bring little Iron Brew around, and we'll, it'll be yeah. nice to me. Make good my, luck. My, my little Agus. Yeah, S- thank you, guys. Send our and... best to Kerry, and it's been lovely having the podcast. Barry, everyone, Barry, producer. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And now, a lovely professional voice to say, Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Right, let's play Port Balls. Are you ready? I'm ready. 
Born ready. We'll mess this one up again. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for the maestro. Wait for it. Balls, pop, oh, balls. Oh, I messed up the There's your pop balls. Will you be our caller? From all of our calls, pork balls, pork balls, get your pork balls, get the number right, and you'll get your pork tonight. Chris! Chris! Yes! Yes! How are you, my man? I'm not bad. How are you, Pat? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you very much. How has your day been, Christopher? Um, Not too bad. Bloody wet, though. Bloody wet. Bloody wet. And tell us about yourself, Chris. Just tell us some interesting facts about you. What do you do? Where do you come from? I uh, I live in Tamworth. I am uh, married with uh, three children who are starting back to school this week. Yes. And uh, we've been, me and my wife have been on your show a couple of times before in the past, actually. Uh, we were hoping to win the Apache Indian competition about five and a half years ago, <laughs> if you remember it. Well, what you cancelled it. I don't know what happened at the end. What was the Apache Indian? I remember we got Apache Indian to sing um, Boom, Shakalak. Boom Shakalak live on the radio one morning, which was amazing. Yes. Remind me, Chris, what was the competition? I don't remember that. Right, okay. Well, it's five and a half years ago. My old age, I'm, uh, the, the, the details may be a bit sketchy, but yeah. uh, I think it was exclusive people who were getting married. Now, myself and my wife, we get, well, obviously my wife, were getting married. Uh, just gone five years ago or so, and uh, we told you about um, our friend who was a, a Michael Asian Michael Bolton impersonator stroke mime. I don't know if it rings a bell at all. I it hope does, it does. No, it does, does no, it really? Yeah. I, I, doesn't yeah, it doesn't to does. me. But it I'm, sounds... pre- I'm pretty sure wasn't Apache Indian going to perform at your wedding? Well, we we hope we thought <laughs> Giuliano actually thought that he couldn't be beaten. Then nothing happened. He kind of like disappeared off the air, and we yeah. thought, oh, it's yeah. maybe it didn't. Gather as much attention as maybe you hoped. I don't know. Oh, but I can't remember. We, 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 I we, just, we, were, we thought we're going to get him on. We're going to get him on. We're going to be on the show. You know, our I, wedding. We, I just wonder if we, we, what we've done. We've done one of those things where we promised something live on the radio before checking if it would actually be done. Yeah, and Apache pa- India's gone. Apache India flicks the bird. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's gone boom shakalak to that. <laughs> boom shakalo. Um, um, well, it's, that's quite nice that, having that on the show there, Chris, because this podcast has been uh, reminiscing. So that's been very nice. But no, I don't remember that one. <laughs> don't well, I'm, 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 I'm actually offended. <laughs> Sorry I'll tell you what, that. though, you've, you've inspired me on one of the podcasts. We should try and get Apache Indian on because when he performed Boom Shackle, and he's got the rights to that, so we don't need to pay anything for that. Is, it, is he still alive? Good he's question, still... Chris. That's always a... <laughs> you better check that. That's always a good question. Good question. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, he's a great guy as well, isn't he? <laughs> right. Ah, right. Shall um, we, uh... this, this, is about, this is about your chance to win a takeaway on us. Right, OK, well, I'll just let you know, I, I've never played Port Balls, OK? Well, I signed up for this. I'm doing it blind. You need to explain it to me. OK, so very simply, this is your chance to win a takeaway up to the value of 20 English pounds sterling on us. Right, OK, cool. All you have to do is guess what number Pork Balls is on the menu of the Chinese restaurants that we've called. Quite right, simply... Okay. very random, this is. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Quite simply, it's well, it's it's the most stupid game in the world. That was what we set out to design. But right, quite, okay, I, I agree. Chris, I'm trying to give you the big line, okay? Just just wait, okay? Quite <laughs> simply, Chris, get the number right and you'll get some pork balls tonight. Okay. Okay. If ever this gets picked up, that's the killer line. <laughs> right, okay. it's, it's 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 incredible. 
All right then, Chris. So you need to... You need to... Th okay, so what... Basically, you need to guess what okay. number Pot Balls is or are... Pot Balls is. <laughs> Pot Balls is. On the Chinese menu of the restaurant, the random restaurant that we have called somewhere in the world. Think about the menu, Chris. Think about visualize the menu. Think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Think no, your no, strategy. Don't happened. jump in there. Don't jump I'm in not, there. Take I'm your time. Breathe. <laughs> Breathe with calm. me. I'm very calm. Okay. In through Would the nose, come? out through the mouth. Out now, the what are you thinking strategy wise? Right, okay. Um, well, I'm going to have a stab It's not going to be at the start of the menu. It's going to kind of be. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe a quarter of the way through, I'm thinking something like that. Okay. Are you, so, is, is any sort of number sort of coming into your head? Yeah, it's... Uh, yes, there is actually, yeah. Okay. Do you want to tell us what you what you think the number is? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Do you want me to go for it then? Yeah, tell us I'm what... Don't, don't, just tell us what number you're thinking right now. We haven't locked it in yet. We're not okay, crazy. I, I am thinking all the threes, 33. Okay. Good choice. I mean, I, I like your style. It's right, got a three okay. in it. Okay. Oh. Is there something that attracted you to the number 33? Well, uh, this sounds a bit dodgy. That attracted to numbers. It's a bit weird, but a bit, uh, bit, bit weird now. But um, no, no, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just kind of the first number popped into my head. Okay, are we locking it in, Chris? Because the, the tension music's running out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> lock, lock it in. Lock, on, lock, lock, it, boys, in. lock, lock it, it in. Lock it in. Okay, it's locked in, Chris. We're looking for 33 for the pork tonight. Let's call a takeaway. Hello? Hi, g'day. I just wondered what number your um, pork balls are on your takeaway menu. What, what was that, sorry? I just wonder what number you, you know your sweet and sour pork. I just wonder what number it was on your menu on your takeaway menu. Forty-seven. Was that forty-seven? You say? Yeah. Forty-seven. All right. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. You too. Bye. Forty-seven, oh, Chris. Chris. I'm so oh, sorry. On, was, you idiot. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you moron. Of course it was forty-seven. Oh, it's a oh. sweet. It's a fix. Who thinks thirty-three for pork balls? <laughs> I've never had pork balls in my life. I go for the chicken balls myself. Oh, well, we'll do well, that. For well, next you, time. Sit, you should have thought more pork, shouldn't we'll you? Get the chicken tonight, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for the memories, and thank you very much for playing pork balls. You have a lovely week. By the way, I think okay, there good, should be more. Good to speak to you again. No, no problem. I think there should be more mate. game shows where you call the contestant a moron as well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know the size of Chris, do you? Are you a big lad, Chris? Uh, six foot five. Goodbye, Giuliano. I might retract that statement <laughs> if we ever meet. <laughs> Cheers, Chris. I'm a man as well. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Giuliano. <laughs> bye, bye, Chris. <laughs> bye, mate. So we've we've en we've ended another episode. We've ended another episode on a downer. Oh, so I thought about it. Oh, I, yeah. So you know, the last episode, I, I had a, a, a fun story about my story. mate's password being bum gravy. You, oh, you've, you see, you could have teased them back for people that not listened to episode two. But carry on. What sort of a crazy fool would listen to episode three before two? Oh, okay, Mr. OCD. Um, so I come up with another device to end on a high. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've got a joke for you. Now, traditionally, you're not very good at telling jokes. Well, the only thing is, out of the two of us who plan ahead, yes, it's more likely to be me. To you. Okay, so have you got a, an entertaining thing to end it with? Just say no, because my joke is killer. Okay, no. No? Okay. 
So, I've written it down. Oh, I've written three down, okay, so I don't know which one to pick because they're all so good. Okay. Are we going to finish? Is this going to be the finish? Because if so, we, we need, should we, we should we should make sure we we try and encourage people to join our Facebook page, Foxy and Juliano, the podcast. Before you then go into the major punchline, okay. And also uh, keep subscribing to the podcast. Yes. Um, if you want to um, say nice things about it, um, give us a review. Perfect. I think that's what you're supposed to do, isn't it? <laughs> we should have looked into that. Right. I don't know. Good. There we go. If you like it, just tell people to listen to it, please. Um, okay. What computer program does a Jedi use to open a PDF file? I don't know. Adobe One Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Good night.